When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 10 o'clock straight up on a Tuesday, which means on this Thanksgiving week, you know what you could be thankful for, Jack? Lit. That I showed up to work today, unlike Alan Sliwa. Little surprise. It's a live imaging Tuesday. With Andy Kamenetsky. Roar! Yeah, have a lit pre a pre Thanksgiving lit was it was like it was like minus two hundred. I, I thought we yeah you were. didn't even mention me in the Wookie promo. I didn't know if you were coming. I or put not. that in the file. <laughs> Good morning. By the way, that file's pretty thick at this point. Well, who doesn't like it thick? <laughs> Meanwhile, Andy Kamenetsky, I haven't seen you in a while. I've been missing you. Not really, but good morning. I've been missing you, but now I... Like John Waite missing me? <laughs> missing no, you No, 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 Chris. I have been missing you at all. No matter what they say, I've been missing you. Ah, <laughs> uh, and producer Emily for the holiday is back in her native uh, homeland. Virginia. Roar! Roar! <laughs> hey, Em. Hey guys, I'm in my ho- my childhood bedroom. So is that like a, a a wish chalkboard or something that I'm looking at here? You got a big chalkboard over your shoulder that's got a bunch of stuff written. I can't read anything <laughs> that it says, but there's a lot going on there. So it's like a chalkboard wall, and it's been written by anybody who's ever like hang- hung out in my room. They signed the little thing, and then that's a a memory wall back there, which is nice. And then everything else is Steelers colored. Which everybody again, who's Steelers. ever been in your room has yeah. signed this board. <laughs> yes. It's got a lot of names, Andy. Yes. Lots wow. of names. No boys. No boys. Just, <laughs> got... just my girlfriend. Well, I was going to ask, given your pillow stealing <laughs> habits and all, like, <laughs> you know, uh, are, are, are the gents allowed in the bedroom or is it no, just the girls? No, no gents, just the gals that are allowed in the bedroom. Oh, it is still your parents' um, house and all. <laughs> but you, you framed your shot that I'm looking at right now. Your little Steelers pennant hanging from the ceiling. I can't see it anymore. I saw is it, it for that morning. one Mike Tomlin Super Bowl win or? <laughs> Oh, shut up. <laughs> Just wondering. Um, we have six We have six Super Bowls. I meant the Mike this, Tomlin but... one, though. The Mike oh, Tomlin okay. one. He's good to two. But, um, hey, he I woke fired up to... a guy this week. Give oh, really? Exactly. A break. I, yeah, I woke up to Matt lovely Canada. news this morning. They fired Matt Canada for the first time since 1941. The Steelers fired somebody inside what of a, a reactionary. So, there's that thing. <laughs> I was just watching what are you looking for him, at, Chris. Well, because I was waiting for him to know. I was waiting for him to notice that you needed to be potted up, and he did. That's why he's a pro. All right, because you were way too low. Was I too? How, yeah. how do I sound now? Better. Better. He needed to pot you up. Buenos dias, Jorge. Buenos dias. That's why Jorge's a professional. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. So you're here. I'm this here, even on Thanksgiving week. By the way, I don't understand. Why are you taking off Thanksgiving Tuesday, Slee? Why? Slee's schedule is completely indecipherable. The, the day, like, he takes off random mid... I like to take a day off occasionally. You take a day off on a Friday or a Monday, right? So you get to extend that weekend. The random day off in the middle of the week, I've never quite understood. Well, you don't understand it because what Sliwa knows and you don't is that there are people who need to be killed on a Tuesday. I, I, I asked him yesterday, I said, hey, are you going down to San Diego, right, to get to get this the Thanksgiving week started? And he, and he gave me an, a non-answer. I forget exactly what it was, but it wasn't yes, I am, or no, I'm not. It was very, I, I haven't made up my mind yet, or I do, maybe a little later on in we'll the week. We'll see on the spectrum it tonight. Was, it, was, it was very, yeah, <laughs> no, it's a game it could night. be that. I just watched that David Fincher movie, The Killer, with Michael Fassbender. Good. Uh, Great movie. I liked it, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I liked it. But one of the things you learn, you know, this guy who's considered, it seems like, one of the premier assassins in the world, highly compensated for his abilities, he still doesn't get to make his own schedule. Like, ultimately, Sliwa... There's a boss. Yeah, he's at the behest of his bosses. and The that's shot what, caller. Yeah, the, the <laughs> shot caller leads to Sliwa <laughs> like being absent on a Tuesday. Cash. As Bob Dylan once said, you got to serve somebody, no matter who you are. Yeah, I mean, the apartment downtown... That's just a front. <laughs> like Slee was got like a fast bender style island. Bender, I'm oh, sorry. You got. You, we, I'm gonna have to start. I'm just <laughs> trying to get through it. It's Tuesday. You're right over there. I can think about that prime rib after Yamava on Thursday. I'm. Well, I, I'm Chris. not gonna lie. I'm preoccupied with your prime rib that you dropped that on me earlier today. Well, I don't prepare. My turkey? uncle takes care of it. Well, I'm saying, but that it exists. But I am picking it up tomorrow at my friend, of course. The great Craig Cartosian. You didn't know he also owns a butcher shop in Wisconsin. You've the meat company. I have worked there, and I'm going to stop (laughs) by tomorrow. Apron. Yeah. You want to see me? Never. Uh, Yes, Em. (laughs) No. You 
You would love the killer because the killer uh, just is based on protein. So he likes to have his like sausage egg McMuffin from McDonald's because it's just protein based. And he likes to eat a um, hard boiled egg from a gas station uh, just for protein. He's by he's the way, all I've done it. Protein. I've done it. The egg from yeah, the gas station. The well, it's packaged. Killer. Like Seven Eleven, they they come from somewhere. They're not making eggs in the back <laughs> and wrapping them up. I've done it. It's not farm to table. I think I'd rather. I, by the way, I think I'd rather have the back room gas station egg than a prepackaged egg. Well, no, it's packaged. Like it, yeah. it's. What, how, it's an egg. You put how, some salt on it how long and pepper. You and then, it well, you need the packaging because you need to know how long this egg is still good. Well, it's very important to have the like packaging. the tuna sandwich in the gas station. Yes. It's got a use by date. I've never had the tuna sandwich gas station. Have you? I've you not had a, this you tuna. You eat Seven Eleven hot dogs, which I, I ate do. by the way nine of them that and, day at the remote. And they're good quality they're item, good. Clark. I haven't had the tuna sandwich from a gas station, but I've had the other sandwiches from a gas station. It's not the end of the world. You get through it. Stale bread, bad meat, and you keep it moving. <laughs> It's yeah, the story of my life. Keep it moving to <laughs> a specific room. <laughs> Meanwhile, as we know, producer Emily is one of the biggest Swifties out there, and I want to know the reaction of the Swifties after last night's Kelsey Bowl. Producer M. Uh, a little disappointed in, Jason, in Travis Kelsey. He was on my um, fantasy team, so gotcha, he had a lot of he had a lot of room to make up, and he did not make up for it. So there's that. Um, Unfortunately, the Swifts were not in attendance because of all the things that were happening in Rio de Janeiro this week with all of her shows. Her shows got rescheduled to Monday, so she was not there. But um, Will they spend I Thanksgiving think... together? Maybe. Likely. Can you she imagine? Didn't, didn't the parents Friday. meet last night? No, that didn't well, they, happen. That did not happen. They didn't happen. go because she wasn't going to be there because of the Rio de Janeiro shows ah. and all the things that happened with that. But I did read his Wall Street Journal article in the airport yesterday, and... I'm, I love him. I love him so much. He's a, just a little himbo cutie. And that's all I can ask <laughs> You need to be ready, by the way, with the way the Chiefs have been playing lately, Emily. Taylor Swift is going to be blamed for this. Like, there is going to okay. be a backlash Inevitable. brewing Inevitable. against Taylor Swift and that Travis Kelsey is not focused <laughs> enough on football. He's too focused. Went all the way on, down to South America. Right, right of course. Of and course. That but whenever she is she's a distraction, there. Emily. She's a distraction. <laughs> She's a good luck term. Whenever she's there, they blow people out. He plays really well when she's there. Well, then there. she's not committed to the team if she didn't show up. <laughs> this right? is a treat. Well, she's literally not committed to the team. She's not on the team. <laughs> what a treat it's been for old sports writers, the Carissa mm-hmm. Thompson thing last week, to just basically say, Oof. oh, you're horrific. How have you done this to America? Backed into Taylor Swift's to blame. <laughs> the second one yeah. is ridiculous. The first one, not so Bob much. Ryan is cooking up that typewriter as we speak. Oh, man, this is America. There's got to be a woman to blame, Chris. Exactly. Have you been paying attention? Exactly. This is the way that, things work in this Joe country. Buck admitted on Howard Stern to drinking in the booth, and we went, oh, he's the best. <laughs> and by the way, he is the best, but so is Carissa. Good old boy, salt of the earth, <laughs> right. drinking. That but, does seem like a Bob Ryan special. Doesn't it? <laughs> it really Maybe does. the Chiefs would be better if people could actually catch some uh, footballs. Well, yeah. I think well, you know, they're Taking, they're taking their cues from their leader, the distracted really? Travis Kelsey, who's dropped a few balls, Emily. I mean, his he eyes set this up. Yeah, you know, if he course. wants to set an example, you know, to quote the great Mickey from Rocky, women weaken legs. <laughs> well, that is, I mean, apparently. I mean, Mickey knew oh what he was talking God. about, frankly. Yeah, Mick didn't get too many wrong. No. I mean, it seemed like he was honest. No, he things. called it that, like, Clever uh, Lang, he'll, it, he'll crush you. He'll, he'll, he'll hurt you, appointment it. <laughs> He was 100% right. Go ahead, Em. Was, was Taylor Swift a distraction for Marquez Valdez scanting, or scantling or whatever for not catching that ball? Like, if MVS catches that ball, the Chiefs win. That's so, why he was throwing uh, his helmet against the wall. In, in his the, uh, defense, tunnel. it was only a perfect pass from 60 yards away that hit him right in the hands. <laughs> it, it wasn't like it was probably the easiest Look, long Emily, catch he'd make in his life. problems trickle from the top down. Travis Kelsey is at the top of mm-hmm. this team. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying this is the narrative you as a Swifty need to steal yourself for because I know you're going to rise up in defense of of Taylor and this relationship and all that. So I'm just telling you, be ready. Be ready. (laughs) She just needs to go to more games. She just needs to be more there. She needs to be on the TV more because that's what everybody wants. They want her front and center and then the Chiefs will win. How how much longer is her tour in South America before she can come back and, and make sure that the Chiefs don't lose more games? I believe she has a couple more stops. I can get that for you for sure, but I do not do not know off the top of my head. I believe she starts Asia. Because commuting back and forth from Super South Bowl. America or Asia to Kansas City Look, seems like a lot. Love, that seems like a lot to ask. If this is love, you cancel the tour. <laughs> hey, hey, Beijing, ain't coming. <laughs> yeah. I got, well, got an AFC West matchup I got to hit. There's other reasons maybe she should have canceled the tour in South America. But we 
won't get into that necessarily. <laughs> I kind of want to, okay. though. I don't know. But maybe next. Uh, maybe next. Yeah. Oh, never mind. All right. <laughs> no, you, you don't. Yeah, I was just asking. You actually don't. All right. There were some health I try, health I try to stay concerns. on top of the pop culture of the world, and I missed that one. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know what I won't miss? Well, yeah, let me get out of this. <laughs> <laughs> What's on tap today? Thanks to our friends at Michelob Ultra. Well, it's a 710 combo plate. That means at 1 o'clock, Mason and Ireland. Then at 3 o'clock, shit out of Cappy. They go till 5.30, then the Toyota Lakers count down to tip off as the Lakers battle the Jazz. I believe it's in-season tournament tonight, right? Yes, it is. Let's get that shiny gold floor out. Unbeaten in the in-season tournament. Oh! I actually... (laughs) No, I think so. We can talk about this coming up. I actually have a theory about LeBron and the in-season tournament in the Lakers that is, by the way, great for the Lakers this season. Is this why they're trying to kill him in the early part of the season by playing him 40 minutes a night? Or LeBron may be trying to kill himself ah, early on. Okay. All right. Nico Baltra, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. 2.6 carbs, 95 calories. I'll be taking him down Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. By the way... When you came over for the uh, little football taco party, I left Mickey Vulture there. You did, and it's uh, it's in the back of the fridge, and it's ready to go for a couple of days. Is it? It is. Well, it, it probably is. shouldn't last very long. Well, it's so good. The problem is, is that it all. I had to. Move, the reason I discovered it yesterday is I'm trying to de- defrost my turkey that I forgot to take out two days early. Oh. So now we're in a little bit of trouble. It's still pretty frozen. I did the cooler trick yesterday, uh, which helped a little bit, but now I got to make sure but that what, I get home. When did you buy it? Like middle of last week. Why? Why didn't you just wait till like this last week and then you well, would have to frost it? They're, but no, so we buy them frozen, right? Right, right. We, So you put it in the freezer. Just buy a regular though. Why not? Because they're harder to find. They're a little more expensive. At least anyway, uh, we have a frozen key, turkey. Because I bought mine over the weekend at Costco. Fresh? Fresh. Not frozen. Not frozen. Okay, mine's frozen. It's just in the fridge, just going, and, ready. I'm ready, Jack. And now it's still frozen. It spent half of the day yesterday in the backyard in a cooler trying to take a little bath to thaw out. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's going to be an amazing it, bird. It's just, Why are you putting the bird through more than it needs to? So it's Thanksgiving. I, I put it out there yesterday. Like, how do I speed up the process? How are you going to cook it? Uh, just roast it in the oven. I'll see what I'm frying. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I don't. I want to try that, but I'm afraid I'm going to burn down my backyard. Yeah, you got to do it far away from that. I, 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 and you just can't do anything dumb. Well, like it's not. It's a. It's a table topper. Top. I don't it's have a, that. No, that's and you put the peanut oil in there. And you just stick. But we don't do a big bird because there's not How that many of us. How big is the bird? This is a big. This is a twenty well, pounder. No, this is Whoa. ten pounds. Yeah, this is a twenty. Your pounder. bird's bigger than mine on this one. <laughs> Who you got coming over there? Twenty-one people. The, the Twenty-one people. Twenty-one people. Big group. Our friend, the neighbor, coming over? Our friend, the neighbor, is not coming over. Maybe later on? No? Uh, you never know. I mean, it's a long day. People kind of Just text me, and, and I'll, I'll come on down. I'll drop it. I'll I grab will it definitely over. not. <laughs> I, I will definitely not uh, keep you abreast of what's going on in the Rogers household. But it's the holiday <laughs> season. Well, I look, can come over and bring cheer. Come, come over early. If you'd like to come over, come over for no, I'm going to be a Yamaha, early but more details day. on that uh, later on. I want to hear your theory on the in-season tournament, Andy. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, have you tried Prize Picks yet? It's incredibly fun, right? Put the Prize Picks app on your phone, and you can start playing daily fantasy sports, which is the most fun that I've had. And it's super easy, right? You pick between two and six players at Prize Picks, right? And you can win up to twenty-five times your money. For instance, here's what's going on in the NBA tonight. Here's what's going on with the Lakers and the Jazz. Cam Reddish. Ten and a half points. Do you like more or less than that? Go to prizepicks.com, make your selection, right? Torian Prince, eight and a half points. Do you like more or less of Torian Prince having eight and a half points? It's that easy. You put it in, you lock it in, you can win up to 25 times your money. But you got to put the Prize Picks app on your phone. You go to prizepicks.com slash 710 and use the code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Again, prizepicks.com slash 710. Use that code 710 for a first deposit match of up to 100 bucks. Go have some fun. Put prize picks on your phone and go win some money. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Quarter after 10 a.m. on a live imaging Tuesday. Travis and Sliwa. Andy Kamenetsky sitting in for Slee. We are going to get to a little discovery that producer M made in her old bedroom. She is in Virginia today back at the home place. The home base. We'll do that in a second. Don't say like that, Chris. What? It made it sound weird, a little discovery in my old bedroom. Oh, I actually for once wasn't trying to make it sound weird. <laughs> okay. Was it in the it's attic? not weird. Was it, where was it? Where did you find it? Uh, it was, so I have, I'm not going to show it to you because it's a mess, but I have my desk with all my old like trophies and stuff on it. And uh, I just found it and I was like, well, this is the Padres on it. So anyway. <laughs> we'll get to that in a minute. That in a moment. This Thanksgiving, join producer Lindsay Baseball and me for a Thanksgiving watch party at the 909 Sports Bar at Yamava Resort and Casino at 1.30 p.m. So if you don't have anywhere to be, or maybe you want to do the family early or late, spend time with us. You know why? Producer Lindsay's got $1,000 to give away. You can enjoy delicious food, a huge selection of craft beer, and football all day long. Plus, get this, Jack, play for your chance to win entries. That's good. That's bad copy. In a special... <laughs> See what happens when I copy and paste what other people write? <laughs> yeah. I, I do like that you had the ability to just stop yourself in the middle and say, no, that's not any good, the next line, and reset. next line is, I love lamp. This is why I tell Tommy he can't write copy, but yesterday I was in a rush, so I copied and pasted. What does it say? It says, your chance to win entries in special drawings. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Is that, is that, that might have been written by AI. Oh, wait a minute. I need this. Right? Yeah. Uh, special drawings to see the Cowboys play at home. Now, get this. You can win Cowboys tickets plus airfare at Yamava on Thursday, the oh, 909 Sports Bar. Good price. That should have probably been in the copy. <laughs> Meanwhile, I didn't mean anything tawdry by it because it, Emily sent it to me this morning. I was on the train and I visibly got excited. Like pretty I great. was laughing. <laughs> Again, it's that's pretty weird. Good. I was laughing and people were looking at me like, why is this guy laughing? Well, I looked at my phone and I said, we got gold today. And Emily tweeted it out. <laughs> Where did you find it? If not in your bedroom, where was it? No, it was in my bedroom. Oh. It was on the desk in my bedroom uh, where I keep all of my like sports trophies, which are almost all participation trophies. I have a few wins and everything up there, but um, I have... So tell, tell everybody what it is. Yes. It's a baseball photo of myself. So it's a little... It's my whole team, and there's also in the corner, left corner, a picture of me uh, like looking, no smile, at the camera. You're, mean, you're mean mugging. Meanwhile, mugging, and then it says Emily Hebel Padres 2006, and so that was my team name. We were the Padres. We had the SD hats and everything, and you had yellow shirts and uh, San Diego Padres. Think, hats. think Bad News Bears, where Bad News Bears had Chico's bail bonds on the back. Yours, Emily, yeah. was a local pharmacy. I zoomed in on the picture <laughs> yeah, to see what the what the sponsor was. They are, up- according to my Google search, <laughs> yeah. still around. But yes. the one that I landed on, are, Emily, are you in Fredrickson or Fredericksburg? Fredericksburg. Uh, the so Gulrix is temporarily closed right now. <laughs> Gulrix is though have, has been around since like the Revolutionary War. Like this oh. thing has been around because you know my my town has a lot of uh, history. But yes, we were we were sponsored by Gulrix Pharmacy, so I'm sure my picture is up there somewhere. Um, oh, do they have yeah, all I, the the old teams on the on one of the walls? <laughs> yeah, and you could still get like malts and milkshakes at at the counter and everything. I don't oh, think old school. Yeah, yeah, it's like that kind. Can of you get an egg cream? Now. Which, by the yeah, way, are terrific. Could. I haven't gone in years, but you could. Um, but yeah, I, I tweeted it out saying that I could probably you know play for the Padres this year. Probably five years, two fifty million if AJ uh, Preller has the right price. Were you but a slugger? I... You look like you're getting ready to hit jacks. You look like you were you were getting ready to take the opposing pitcher deep. So I got I got a yeah. lot of questions. This T ball okay. or is this coach pitch or is this kid pitch? This is kid pitch. So this kids be, pitching another kid. I was kids. ten years old. Okay. Yeah. So you look like you mean business in the batter's box. Oh yeah, I I I was I was e- I was either a Max Muncie or a Daniel Vogelback, where I was a little <laughs> chubby, but I either struck out or hit a home run. So those were the two options for me. Hey Emily, there um, are only three true player. outcomes. You were a sabermetrician before you even knew it. There's either a walk, a strikeout, <laughs> or a homer, and you were right. two of the three real outcomes. 
Right, exactly. And, you know, I wasn't a speedster either. I wasn't Johnny Hustle, so I'm not really getting around the bases really quickly. Johnny Hustle. So um, I also was a catcher Hustle. or first baseman. And I really wanted to be a catcher because I wanted to be like Dottie in um, A League of Their Own, mm. where I just wanted to stay put and not get knocked over. At, uh, Did at you wear the base. gear? Of course I wore the gear. Okay. I was I wanted to play that position because I wore the gear. I wanted to be the special position. I wanted to wear the weird stuff. Um but yeah, I was I was a little slugger out there and I was I was one of two girls in the team, but I was the only girl that actually played. The other girl didn't really play. <laughs> did did uh, the other yeah. Hebel sisters did they also play baseball in this league? Nope, just me. I really liked baseball. I didn't want to play softball. Um because it, it conflicted with soccer and so I played baseball with the boys. Uh, and also, if you look at that team photo, I really blend in with the rest of the boys in that photo. You can't really pick me out um, in the team photo, but I also was one of the tallest in the team at the time as well. It's a quality item. We retweeted it uh, at the ESPN Los Angeles account. Nothing says yeah. holiday spirit, like finding old things like that. It's great. And I'm jealous because I only was on a Little League team one. That was when I was in my scrawny, didn't talk phase. and. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I was in the team picture. They just stuck me in right field. And when you're eight years old in right field, you know, you not, suck. Not a lot of action no, out there no, in right That's field. personal. And when it gets out there, it's a problem. I'm also depressed that this photo is from 2006. <laughs> yeah, Emily's yeah, a youngster. Yeah, sorry, guys. She's a young lady. She 2006, she yeah. I had been in the workforce for 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> that's seven said, for me. So. Yeah. When she said 37 years uh, old. Yeah, Thanks, that's Emily. Okay. Look, Jorge, I get enough of this. I'm getting called old in, in a variety of places. I don't need it from you. I also have another story that I'll tell later from my flight. And I had to specify this morning when I told you the story that it was an older woman. But I said, but a grandmother's age. Because <laughs> like, like, you saw me loading up the question, how old is an older person, Emily? I, you're, you're, you're discriminating right. against me. I'm being profiled. But that was a little tease for another story I'll share uh, later in the show. So Trav said he's got 21 people coming over for his Thanksgiving. How about you, Em? Is everybody coming back? I, All the sisters are back for the holiday or no? Three of the four, two of the three sisters are back. One sister is in Italy for oh. the week. And also, we now have an international viewer because we are a listener because she listens in Italy. What up, now. Claire? So, what uh, part what of Italy Claire? is she in? Uh, she's in Naples right now. Oh, beautiful. Um, uh, my, is the rest of, of the our, family giving Claire a little side eye that she's not home for Thanksgiving? Uh, yes, we've given her side eye for the past two months when she announced out of the blue that she was going to be in Italy for Thanksgiving. But she's with a family friend who's in the military and ha- is on Wonderful. leave. By the way, it's but, so um, clear that Travis loves you more than Slee because he's finishing <laughs> before you can answer about your family. He's looking at me uh, finishing this. Okay, se- hold on a second. I share things. I was going to say, she answers my questions. I ask questions <laughs> about Emily's family and she gives me answers and okay. I remember. I have them. a question. Is, the, yes. is Claire the one that's DTF? Down to fry? <laughs> yes, she is DTF. Okay, cool. Down to fry. She's obsessed with she, her air fryer. Does she take the air fryer she in Italy? So, so does she have she the- did not. Which one she does she have? Because I see, I need to get in the air fryer, air fryer market, but does she have the basket one or like the toaster oven one? Basket. I have the toaster oven one at home. It's, basket. It's fine. Basket's basket. better. Basket's basket. Can Absolutely. you guys let me talk to Emily without interrupting me? Jeez. <laughs> What are we doing but, here, Annie? We can take the rest of the day off. I get paid either way. <laughs> My family that's going to come over, all the, we usually have a big family together, like uh, like someone to Travis, like 21 people. This year, it's going to be a lot smaller. And I know we all have family members that we don't love to be stuck in a conversation oh, with. speak for yourself. And the entirety, <laughs> the entirety of say my, Brian, it's the people fine. that are coming over are people who I might not want to be stuck in the conversation with. So it'll be an interesting Thanksgiving, to say the least. How do you deal with uh, So you get stuck with, I'm yeah. just going to say, let's just say it's Uncle Ted. Okay, I'm just making up a name. Yeah. Uncle Ted is the one that you'd really rather not engage with at Thanksgiving. Do you actively avoid him? Do you change the subject? How do you deal with the guy that you do not want to talk with? I stick to sports <laughs> if I can. And I stick to st- sitting in front of the TV and watching football. And I will only address questions about the football game. And if they do not want to, if they want to ask about anything else, be like, oh, how's California? Oh, California. Oh. Then that's I leave a, the room. That's a I just go to <laughs> I get an idea of what Uncle Ted is like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Never met Uncle Ted, but I feel like hey, I know no, Uncle this Ted. This is how Ted, Uncle Ted would ask it. How's California mm-hmm. and he'd make the air quotes and exactly. he'd be loading it up with all the intention that you know he means how's that ten dollar yeah, so a gallon surprised. gas treating you <laughs> oh my god okay I, t- I texted Jorge this this morning I want you guys to guess how much gas was this is also going to be depressing. I was in Arizona Sorry. this weekend, so I'm going to have a rough idea because when I saw it, my jaw dropped too. I'm going to say 365 a gallon. Andy? 288. 
Uh, Jorge? Oh, no, you can't guess. I, I already know. You. Chris? The way you're being dramatic, I'm going to say it's in the $2 range, so maybe 265 183. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? 183. How's that even possible? Are you sure it's gasoline? <laughs> <laughs> it's seawater. <laughs> uh, so there was a new gas station that was set up right outside my parents' house. And so for the first six months, they reduced the price of gas. What, to so 1964? <laughs> exactly. But everywhere is pretty much sub 250. What? Uh, that's that. insane what are we doing here yeah it's depressing it's i mean really i can go through it if you want but you get you get you don't like those conversations no i, I don't like those conversations but it, now now that i know that gas can be under two bucks a gallon i have to recalculate oh, my uh well, my position sorry on some to depress things. everybody but andy you had a theory on the in-season tournament yeah get it in in 60 seconds or less go yeah exactly lebron has been killing it during these in-season games for the lakers i think lebron wants to win this in-season tournament because he wants to be attached to NBA history as the leader of the first team to win this in-season tournament in case this tournament eventually takes off and gathers actual NBA cachet and like cultural basketball cachet because he's hyper aware of his place in the history books. Just in case this thing becomes big, he wants to be known as the first winner of this tournament. That makes way too much sense because what you said, him being hyper aware of his place in history, that that's just LeBron, and, and I have no problem with it. Like he should he, be, he should be, he because he is. You, if you're telling the history of that league, he's in the opening paragraph, right? He he is one of those guys, but that that is what's motivating what we've seen well, for no, the no, first no, no. month and What's a half motivating it is they need these wins <laughs> okay. and lebron knows they need this wins because he knows what happens if this is a byproduct a of that i think it, it's something extra it's something extra in these games like ultimately he wants to win because he doesn't want to have to deal with last season and starting two and ten fighting your way through it but if you're looking for little extra things that provide an edge i think lebron wants to be attached to the history of the in-season tournament. I have a lot of questions about this because if that's what it is, that I, I've, I have a problem with the theory already. We'll get into the problems. That's next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Hey, it is Thanksgiving week, right? Maybe you're going to see Grandma. Maybe you're going to go see Uncle Ted. You're headed off to see your loved ones for the holiday season. Stop in at the Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you. So before you pack up the family and head out for your Thanksgiving feast, visit your neighborhood Valvoline and let the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its best. Over 80 locations ready right now to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. So visit SoCalOilChange.com to find locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant oil change. Ha! 10.30 on a live imaging Tuesday. Thanksgiving week edition. Slee's not here because why would you want to be here for your audience on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving? <laughs> but Andy Kamenetsky sitting in. Producer Emily is in her house, her childhood home in Virginia. And of course, producer mm -hmm. Jorge's here. It's a live imaging Tuesday. I got to go to a meeting. So I'll be back in a few. Em, real quick. Who's Hallie? It's the only Hallie? name I can make out on your board behind your shoulder. See, we, we should have connected is my to the live stream. Is she not? Oh, she is. No, I am. Yeah, she yeah. Is. I just got. I, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Hold on, everybody, calm down. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you're the one offering notes on air. Okay, <laughs> don't make me do notes on you. <laughs> See, look, at, look at what you made him do. Don't make Andy. me be a bad guy, Andy. <laughs> look at what you made him do. Who's Hallie? Um, that's also a Taylor Swift uh, quote. But Hallie is my friend from high school. She played soccer with me, um, and she now is a reporter for. The New Orleans newspaper, like the local newspaper in New Orleans, and she does the Times global Picayune? climate research. Oh, wow. Yes. Times Picayune. Yeah. Okay. Hallie's so, a, a She's brain. very smart. Yeah. Yeah. She's very cool. I saw her when I was in New Orleans for my 25th birthday. Would you like to break down the climate crisis, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> or would you rather talk about LeBron? <laughs> Look, there's a, there's, a, there's a very clear reason that I migrated to this part of the media empire and not the part where you got to think. <laughs> I, I like the part where you just react to what you see. Hey, I don't yeah, like we that. Hey, talk that's pretty cool. Hey, what's going on? I'm, I'm very good at reacting. I'm not very good at- This solving. is what my- Uncle is going to talk to me about that I don't want to talk about. You oh, know, but... Uncle Ted! You know what you should do is forward Uncle Ted Hallie's number. Just have of course, ha have Uncle Ted direct all of his 
gripes and concerns but, straight to what what, what Uncle yeah. Ted says. So you, Em, I get it. You want to stick to sports, and I think that that's a usually a safe lane, but. Something's going to happen during a football game or a basketball game, and, and Uncle Ted's going to have the "Oh, here we go again" moment. Okay, well, and do you engage in that? It's already and racism <laughs> in the end zone. Oh, I got it's thoughts already on that. Happened. So you know how I'm in Washington D.C. area. The team that will be playing on Thursday will be the Commanders. They play the and Cowboys, so, right? Commandos. Yes. A lot Thomas. of times the conversation comes about, why did they change their name? And then to have that conversation is uh, always fun. <laughs> yeah, NFL I, gone woke. Uh, yep, exactly. I'm going to go get another turkey leg, <laughs> Uncle Ted. Uh, you enjoy the game. I'll go talk to Papa. Don't get who, me started uh, on turkeys. <laughs> we yeah. treat turkeys now. You know why we have turkey, don't you? Why? No, I don't. And I don't want to hear your theory, your theory on why we do have turkeys because it's lunacy. That's, that's why I don't want to hear your theory on turkeys. I do want to hear more on your theory about LeBron wanting to be the champion of the first ever in-season tournament. I think, first of all, whenever LeBron has been asked about this tournament, which, you know, the reaction to it in terms of fans, media coming into this thing, I'd say it's been mixed. Like, And there's been a lot of just, I don't get it. Like, I think that's the overwhelming reaction, right? That I don't think anybody's like super anti it. It just feels like I don't quite understand what it is you're all playing for. Whenever LeBron's been asked about it, though, he's talked about it very enthusiastically. Okay. He's talked about the prize money very enthusiastically. And between, I think, the opportunity to win the Maxwell Lewis's and Colin Castleton's of the world, an extra 500K. And LeBron also is known for being, even as a billionaire, you know, he, he lives a nice lifestyle, but he is frugal. He famously has the, you know, non-paid subscription to Spotify <laughs> and Pandora, which I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Because LeBron does this, I won't pay for it either. I'm like, if it's good enough for LeBron, it's good enough for me. Let's just put it this way. I still have ads on a lot of my streaming services. Yeah. Because it's... Well, we grew up in an era where commercials were expected. Part of the... And by the way, some of them were fairly entertaining. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So... But I think LeBron likes the idea of an extra 500K for basically just doing his job. You're getting an extra $500,000 for doing really nothing different than you would have been anyway. But also, LeBron is, like in the same way I think Kobe was, Jordan was, historians of the game, very conscious of their legacy, very conscious of the different things they get attached to. And I think LeBron likes the idea of being attached to this tournament, if it eventually takes off, there will be history attached to it. He would be the first winner of this tournament. I, I, okay, there, there's a lot because I, I have questions about what happens. This ends around Christmas, right? The tournament concludes roughly, roughly in it's sometime in December. So put that I aside think. for a second. I, I, I think so, <laughs> I dude. Know. I think that speaks to the general <laughs> sense of this tournament outside of perhaps LeBron well, and, and look, a few I mean, others. It's very convoluted. Yeah. Well, I get it. I get it. It's going to be on December 9th, guys. Okay, so December it's, 9th. It's so a couple of weeks. We're not super far it's gonna away It's going to take a few years before everybody truly understands Okay, it. Let, let's, let's go with that. Can you make something matter when the, the, the prize – is something that only matters to the players. For instance, the playoff seeding. This is why the play-in thing, I think, is very compelling to basketball fans. Because my team, are can they skip the, the knockout tournament or can they get into the knockout tournament and sneak in? That It's very clear for fans to understand why you want your team to be above it or in it. There's obviously an understanding of an NBA championship and playoffs because fans have a great deal of pride in these sorts of things. But us, us, I'm using the us as fans of any particular team, like Laker fans, for instance, winning the in-season tournament, it's like, yeah, but there's nothing that comes along that's a benefit. I understand why Castleton wants a half a million bucks. That makes perfect sense. I don't get a taste of it, so what do I care? Well... If you ask players, they've been saying that they've been feeling a little extra juice in these games. These guys are wired to be competitive. Like, they are just wired to compete about blank. Like, everything is a competition with these guys. Mm -hmm. And if they treat it competitively, the people watching will eventually treat it as a thing. Like, I think we're really not going to know if this thing has taken off until five or ten years from now. Because it's a, it is in part about hooking a younger generation of fans who this will become part of their NBA season ritual. 
and it'll be something well, they look forward to. That's the goal. I think there's an order of operations here. The players need to care first, right? And whether you can motivate them, I understand you're motivating the back half of the roster financially. And LeBron's frugality aside, (laughs) I don't know if a half a million bucks is even... Might be the difference between a paid Spotify (laughs) account and a non-paid. It might be. And I'm... Just so everybody understands, I'm not poo-pooing a half a million dollars in any regular oh, no, person's you and life. I <laughs> yeah, but in his life, a half a million dollars is probably like you and me winning fifty. Oh, yeah. Right? It's like, okay, I mean, would you rather have it than not? Of course. But if I don't, am I going to run through a brick wall to but, get but it? Maybe not. Here's where I think a lot of people, including me, heading into this tournament, so far it seems like have gotten wrong. There was a wide assumption that the players would not give a crap about this thing. Right. And so far, it actually seems like they do. So I think that's the second part, right? That the players need to care, which be, and so far, I agree with you, it looks like they have, maybe the play comes up a little bit. Because keep in mind, at the begin, the impetus for this was to make the regular season, in particular the early part of the regular season, more compelling, right? Not skip games. Let's make sure that we get the best players playing hard, all these things. And that appears to be working. And so as you get closer to it, once you get into the semifinals and the finals, and there really is quasi-stakes, if the the intensity of play comes up and we just get better basketball, Andy, that's when I think maybe the fans start because it will be played differently than tonight. Well, tonight's a play-in game. It's a bad example. Let's say the Rockets game that they had a couple sure. of nights ago where it's it's a November NBA game. we got a long way to go. It's good. There's some good moments, but we all have an understanding of what this is. If the int- players care first, the intensity comes up second, fans care third. Yeah. I mean, I just I will say, and again, I got this very wrong heading into it. I thought the fans, I mean, the players would not care about this at all. They would just think it's weird. It would I knew that they would participate more just because it was very clear the NBA was putting a premium on this. Adam Silver was not going to be embarrassed having the first season of this feature a lot of quote unquote load management. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, guys were going to need a serious doctor's note to get out of this thing if you really could play. But so far, it you hear players talk about that the intensity in some of these games feels ratcheted up. So when we get to the backside of it, Emma, what did you say? It's December 8th or 9th is the championship game? 9th. 9th. So we get to December 10th. Are we going to see people back off? Or in particular, are we going to see LeBron James and the Lakers be a little more judicious in how they go about using him from December 10th through the ramp back up to the playoffs? What's their record and how are some other people right? I mean, I want to make it clear. My theory about LeBron, I think, wanting to be attached to this, that's not the reason he's playing really well. He's playing really well. Because he's LeBron really James. Well, because he's LeBron James, and the team needs him. Yeah. Like, they, they have needed these performances. Like, that, I want to make it clear, that is first and foremost what's going on. This has been necessary to win games. But if you're asking me if I think LeBron is conscious of this, based on nothing other than me just speculating yeah but having i think a decent idea of what lebron's about i think he is and and there's nothing wrong with that no there isn't anything wrong with it but i I think the the larger question for me is they do need the performance that the way that they've won games this year what are they eight and six right and six so eight and six you're about 500 a little on the right side of 500 but the way you're eight and six is lebron james is giving you a plus play at a level minutes that is not a sustainable formula as you get deeper into the season, I don't believe. No. just So, at some point, don't you have to start thinking about what plan B is? I get it. You have to play him like this because you have to win games. You don't want to be 2-10 and 10 again. All the things we saw last year. The plan coming into the season was LeBron and AD be really good, but we've also built this, this safety net of, of complementary players that even when maybe you're not playing 40 minutes a night, you're closer to 30 minutes a night, or even if we got to load manage back-to-backs and you know nagging injuries, whatever it may be, we've built this team that can compete anyway. That hasn't happened. No, but I think, look, Jared Vanderbilt in particular, I think his absence has been really felt because a couple of the areas where this team is really lacking – rebounding, perimeter defense, that point of attack. He addresses all of those things. Also, just energy in general, particularly to start games. Like, they've often come out flat. Jared Vanderbilt is a guy that just plays with an energy that I think could be infectious. I think they miss Gabe Vincent in the second unit. Like, just, again, point of attack defense. Just 
secondary playmaking, things like that. And then a guy like Austin there Reeves. You go. There you go. You know, D'Angelo Russell, for example, I think, you know, his outside shot has come and gone, but his playmaking has often been fantastic. His scoring has largely been there. Like, I think D'Lo has played well, but D'Lo has not played well enough to assume the third right. guy role. No that one everybody has. Ha right. No one has. That's really the problem. Yes. Like, a guy like D'Lo, I think, has played well, graded against D'Lo standards. I think once Hachimura returned from that concussion, Rui's played well. Nobody has played well enough to make up for the vacuum that everybody assumed would be filled by Austin Reeves. That That is a problem. He needs to, of all of the things that's happened through the first 14 games of the season, that's the one to me that's the most problematic. I think if you can never drill it down to one thing, but if you had to try to do it, it's really Reeves. It's not one. It's it's the first thing. It's not the only thing. It's, right. it's on the list, but it's the first bullet point on your, I hey, think, what's going on here I list. think if you looked at this team and said, what were the expectations heading into the season? What has not been there the most? It's Reeves. Let me ask you a question. Be honest with me. Did I seem preoccupied a little bit during this segment with something else? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I can't get over the fact that she's paying a dollar sixty-five for gas. I just, I, it's been a dollar eighty-three. Dollar eighty-three. My bad. A dollar eighty-three. You're looking. You're driving around looking for something Again, under six fifty around spring here. Water. And this place was called. This place is called Sheets, and so it's Donnie's like a discount place, gas. <laughs> but you can get points, and you can get even like ten cents taken off of that. So it's it's a lot, but By the radio end Michael fan. <laughs> yeah, come take ten <laughs> gallons of this gas. All of out this, of this and day. they can't open up the Gulickson's pharmacy again. Like what's going on? <laughs> what's the Costco Ricks, price? Ghoul Ricks. Ghoul Ricks. Um, yes. But radio Michael fan says, how much gas can you carry on a flight from Virginia to California? Asking for a friend. Honestly, that would oh, be a great idea. You should drive back, Emily. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> she's just driving a Texaco no, truck. You, know, you drive back like a, like one of those like road warrior style <laughs> buggies, just a bunch of gas tanks on the back. I'm in. Hey. I'm in. Got hey, did you see? On top. <laughs> I want to be the guy flying the helicopter right above yes. it and have the goggles on and the whole thing. Hey, did you see? Foo, that's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Hey, if you get hurt in an uh, in an accident. Call Sweet James, 1-800-9-MILLION. You know the number by now. You've heard me say it a lot because I want you to know the number in the event that you're in an accident, 1-800-900-0000, 1-800-9-MILLION. Because that call you make after an accident could be the difference in you getting what you deserve and getting justice served and you not being able to kind of dig out from underneath this thing, right? The insurance company is not going to do what's right. They're going to do what's right for them. And that's where Sweet James comes in. He knows the insurance companies inside and out. Multiple attorneys looking at every case. Decades of experience, both in the pre-litigation portion, where they can try to work out a settlement that's right for you, and if not, they can go to trial and they can win. That's what they do at Sweet James. Over 500 trials under their belt. That's way more than just about anybody else. And when they go to trial, they win 98% of the time. And those trials... That's where the big money is, 98% of the time. So why call anybody else? 1-800-9-MILLION. That's 1-800-900-0000. If you're hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, call the accident attorneys at Sweet James and tell them that Travis sent you. All right, whenever we have an idea or something that needs to get done around here, you always say you have a guy, right? Uh -huh. Do you have a guy that can get us Virginia gas? Oh man, that's a tough one. <laughs> Anything but gas. Yeah, I was gonna say point. we need a we need a Virginia gas hookup. Dollar eighty nine or eighty five. I got a I got a girl that's over there right now, and she might be able to bring some back. You know somebody. <laughs> I know someone. You know somebody. What do you got for us, Foo? All right, Foo. So there's two things we talk about at this show. It's food and TV shows. Yes. Right. So then, uh, I don't know if you guys seen this video. Hopefully not. But I have a mystery voice of somebody who's been on the Mask Singer. Okay. And I want you to hear it. And I want you to uh, see. I, I want you to tell me if you know who this is. Ready? Yep. Here he goes. Do want to hit? Andy, any guesses? No. You guys also will know who this is. This is someone you guys both yeah. would know who this person is. I, I have a random guess. 
I have a guess only because I know this person was recently revealed as one of the masked singers. Okay, okay so then you don't guess, Andy. Okay. okay. <laughs> Trav, guess. Is, let me process a little. Is it a former Laker? No. No, no okay. not a Laker. But oh, he is a basketball player in NBA. NBA for sure, yeah. My first instinct was Rick Fox for some reason. Um, not I Rick thought Fox. it was Meta because Meta was recently revealed as a masked singer. Okay, oh, so no, it is not, not Meta. It, yeah, it's not. Who is it? Is it Victor? I'll Oladipo? give you another hint. V- yeah, Andy Guy. Uh, yeah, Andy Victor Guy. Oh. He's a great singer. <laughs> yeah, he is. I was gonna say whoever this is, this is not like camp. He, he, he sung, can sing. No, no, he has sung the national anthem before. Like Victor Oladipo. Yeah, but so is, is Mason. Right, but but people wanted to see him. Okay, shots people fired. enjoyed Oladipo doing it. That's the difference. And and Oladipo did not have to beg anybody who'd listen in order to get to sing the national anthem. Like people actually sought out Oladipo to do this. No, he could. This is this is somebody that's got talent. No, he's a good singer. He is no. a really good singer. He's been a good like, singer for a long time. Can you sing? No. So if you had to, what would your costume be, and what song would you sing? Oh, jeez. Um. My costume? So I think if I were going to do it, Emily already knows the answer to this question because the question when it comes to me singing in public is always the same thing. But the co- I would dress as Mr. Met <laughs> because I feel like that's on brand. So I, thick. I would have the, the, the thick Mr. Met, the big head. I think I'm, you know, for better or worse, I got that going on. And I would sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game. It's the only song I feel quasi-comfortable singing in front of people. I can't sing a lick. I can't find the right note. I can't do any of it, but I can slug my way through that, and I would do it as Mr. Met. Um, as far as my costume goes, I the first thing that pops into mind, I think, I think I'm going to stay sort of in the same vein as you, I would go in the Fred Bird costume, Fred Bird being the mascot of the St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> okay. It's just one big bird thing you put over yourself. It seems. Is it easy. like San Diego chicken adjacent? It's, yes. It's okay. very San Diego. I mean, he, Fred Bird obviously owes a lot of his career and legacy to the San Diego Chicken, but he's he's very loved in his own right. I okay. grew up loving Fred Bird. Sure. I also can't sing. I, I did a lot of theater in high school and college. I was in three musicals in high school for a grand total what musicals? of one. Uh, what was it? Finian's Rainbow, Pippin, and I can't Godspell. remember. Godspell. No, Godspell, they did a year I was not there. <laughs> Brian, I, I think Brian Act. Brian, I think, was actually in Godspell. Um, I was in a grand total of one song in three musicals, and my director told me to mouth it. <laughs> That's and, amazing. Okay, here's how bad I was. Here's how bad I was. The song that I was choreographed into, for some reason, we we did in this song choreography where certain people went out into the audience during the song, and I was one of them. And I said, if I'm mouthing it while I'm in the crowd, they're really going to know I'm not singing. He's like, it's fine. <laughs> it's like Llewellyn Sinclair in The yes. Simpsons. Yeah. And you, I'll be playing your part. Yeah, I just, I'm, uh. not, I'm not good. I would, I, the song I would choose would be Walk on the Wild Side, which when I was in high school, I was in a band. I played drums. I would do background vocals because I was the only person at the time who could play an instrument and sing at the same time. Okay. Well or not. Just, <laughs> nobody else could do it. But in... The one song I sang lead was Walk on the Wild Side because we decided our singer's voice was too high and okay. it sounded weird and my voice was low. And you're not really singing the it's, song. It's more of a... Spoken. A, yeah, a spoken word a kind of situation. Yes, exactly. So not I, quite a rap, um, but not quite Walk singing. Walk on the Wild Side is Fred Bird. <laughs> <laughs> my... we, look, we took a journey, but we got there. Yes. <laughs> um, my costume would probably be a horse in some way which is also a preview for a factor cap that i'm going to do and then my song <laughs> i have my a video kentucky of me home. drunkenly singing this what Shake my old off. kentucky home i'm just thinking horse racing yeah. songs <laughs> um but you don't have Shake to match off. your song to your to your costume uh, speak for but yourself. <laughs> uh, i have a song a, a video of myself drunkenly singing this song and it was actually pretty good and it was zombie by the cranberries zombie. so i probably do zombie by the cranberries yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can see you're fine what about you Jorge uh, okay so this is hard to explain but uh, 
I'll just go with something that everybody understands because the costume I have in mind is a mascot from a different sport, and it's just hard to explain. But I'll be one of those Dodgers mascots that Emily brought up once. Remember the bobble, the <laughs> yeah, bobblehead the bobblehead ones? <laughs> I'll be one of those and just singing, I don't know, Love Me Two Times maybe? <laughs> oh, you're going to go a little Doors. Yeah. Okay. yeah that, that was my karaoke song back uh, you know, when oh, I was wow. younger. All right. That was my go-to it's karaoke ambitious. song. Not yeah. too bad. You got so, one more for us? I, I do got one more. And then this one, we've had a conversation about this one. Uh, and, you know, Greg was filling in for Emily yesterday, and he talked about- Did he? Being in Disneyland. Whatever <laughs> 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 well, last half hour. Well, whatever. Wow. Hey. But there was a there's a report out there that people are going about their business while they're standing in line for forty five minutes or more. Meaning they don't Ooh. go to the restroom. So would you be opposed? For instance, I'm in front of you and I have to go to the restroom. Either it's one or two. People are are are, are doing their thing online in, in line for the rides. If I was in that situation, you're behind me. Would you be okay if I said, "Hey, listen." I got to go to the restroom. We got another half hour before we get to the front of the line for the ride. Would you be cool if I came back and said, hey, thanks for holding my spot? Would you be okay with holding the spot for somebody else that has to go to the restroom? 100%. (laughs) Okay. I completely misunderstood the setup of this. (laughs) I I did too. I thought you meant they were going to the bathroom (laughs) in line to not lose their place. There is The report says that. I just don't want to say the parks, but the report, people are going- Cause I thought because you were asking, they'll lose their space in because line. Because they'll lose okay. their space in I line. I thought you were asking, are you okay no, with people not. doing that in front of you? To which I'm like, no, there are children <laughs> about. Yeah, see, see that, that, that's <laughs> no. my point. My, my, my question is that I would be okay if somebody said, listen, dude, I got to take my kids to, to the restroom. Can you hold the line for with me? With kids, it's a no-brainer. Hey, yes. My son needs to go use it. Can you hold? Absolutely. But if we've been in line together for, let's just say, 45 minutes, and you say, hey, listen, uh, I, I got to get out you know? of here. Nature calls. Yeah. Can you hold me? Absolutely. Yeah. Who, who's saying no to that? There's a ton of people that on the report you, that you've, say that. You've, you've earned your spot go. in the line. Here's the only, here's the only problem, because I agree with you. You should just do that. The problem is the people who don't but know the backstory. But that's a problem. Right, but the people that don't know the backstory, all of a sudden you take their wrath for being the person who let that guy back in line. So all of a sudden, everybody becomes hostile towards you. Maybe you make an for announcement. Doing the right thing. Maybe it's like <laughs> I'm saving before before you leave. I'm holding this guy's line. He's got to go make a pit stop, and uh, he's coming back in five minutes. Don't give me the stick guy. Sure, you got to do something like that. Otherwise, you know, no good deed goes unpunished. That's You're going true. to be that person. <laughs> yeah. That, by the way, get a, even if people won't hold your. Go to the bank. If you got to go, go, let me know. I'll hold your spot. Yeah, we'll, Just bring me back a Coke or something. <laughs> a churro. Right? <laughs> Tom Brady says that the NFL is full of mediocrity these days. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hey, get real and keep it real this holiday season by buying real Christmas trees. Did you know that buying real Christmas trees helps save the American Christmas tree farming industry? For every 10 Christmas trees planted, an acre of land is saved, and so are American farmers' jobs. Plus, buying real Christmas trees helps keep real holiday memories alive while helping the environment. Buy real Christmas trees this holiday season at Lowe's or wherever Christmas trees are sold. Get more information online at GetRealKeepItReal.com.